Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Four thirty-six. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA, heading into Thursday evening. Yes, kind of chilly. That's going to be with us for a while, no doubt about that. But uh, a week from now, we're going to be well into the uh, sixty-plus range. So I will take it. Uh, it was a it was a chilly day at the March for Life at uh, the Bell Tower and Capitol Square, and yet. 5,000 folks showed up for it, as I'm told, and leading that very march was our very own Governor Glenn Youngkin. Now, Victoria Cobb, of course, is the uh, the woman who has uh, the ultimate responsibility for getting this thing up and running, has done such a tremendous job, and I'm always happy when uh, when she's got some time to join us, and I, I wanted to give her an opportunity to, uh, to come and, I don't know, Brag is the white right word, but it, it sure like looked like a a brag worthy event from the Family Foundation of Virginia. Victoria, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a great day, and we were thrilled with so many people coming out. Even though the weather wasn't you know perfect, but actually for February, you know we weren't snowing, we weren't raining, and since we saw snow today, we were glad that held off just one day. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was uh, thrilled to see so many folks there. Just give us your, your gut check, Victoria, because you, you've been doing this a long time. You're passionate about that. We love that about you. Uh, when you see so many people, including the governor, standing with you, your your thoughts? Oh, it was such a great moment of celebration. One, because this is that first state march after Roe versus Wade has been overturned, so there's that celebratory tone, the idea that we have in statewide office really at each level, the governor, the lieutenant governor, the attorney general, people who all support this issue and are willing to, you know, Governor Yunkin marched and spoke to the media. Uh, uh, attorney General Jason Yari actually told a beautiful story of his cousin and the unexpected pregnancy there that resulted in adoption. It was just, it's just incredibly personal even to these people that we have at, at the highest levels. And uh, Lieutenant Governor would have loved to have been there, but she presides over the Senate, which was right. taking place at the exact time. So she does have to do her job. But um, again, just an amazing day all the way around. Give us a sense of of what's next. Uh, we've we've seen some legislation, obviously, that the uh, Virginia Democrats have uh, squashed uh, that would protect innocent life. Uh, are we going to see measures in the House of Delegates? Is there any hope that any of this will actually pass both chambers? Yeah, you're absolutely right. We have seen the Senate reject everything from, of course, the definition of life at conception all the way to a bill that all it would have done is said we're not going to have elective abortion after 24 weeks. I mean, really, the bare minimum, I would say, and they rejected that. So it's a, it's a painful thing, and the governor really I think expressed well his frustration that they won't even engage in real dialogue over this issue. Uh, there's a knee-jerk reaction that is, 
aggressive and that just says we want it on demand at all times, no matter what, paid for by tax dollars. So he expressed frustration that we can't even Virginians want a conversation with his point and they're not willing to have that. Now, uh, we do still have a bill that will be coming over from the House, which is the Baby Born Alive Act. So this is I mean, goodness gracious, if there's a bare level, I mean, this isn't really even an abortion issue. It's once a child's been born after the point of a botched abortion. Can't we save that life? Um, so that bill is coming on its way over. And golly, we'd like to think the Senate could at least say, OK, that's a human life. It's out of the womb. We will save it. Uh, Victoria Cobb is joining us, the president of the uh, Family Foundation of v- Virginia. Victoria, you're so right. I mean, you would think that would be it wouldn't be subject to debate. Right. Here's here's a living human being. Now we're obligated as other living human beings to save that life, to to help that little baby. But it might very well be a debate. I, I, you know, I'll be impressed if we even get a debate because of how difficult the Senate Democrats have been on this. But it is just devastating that we even have to talk about this, that that the law doesn't already encapsulate this well, that there aren't already real penalties for somebody that would let a born child just literally sit on the table and die. I mean, it's mm. it's a stunner, and Virginians want a lot more than that. And that's the thing. There's a there's a there's a, a meeting point. It may not it might not be where I am on the issue, and it might not be where the most radical pro-abortion person is. But there's a meeting point where most Virginians are, and we're not even close to it with our law. And so, as I told the crowd yesterday, when elected officials come to Richmond and they vote in a way that is very different from their constituents, they can pay the price in November. And that's our goal: is that if if we can't get the Senate Democrats on board with any of this, then we want to talk about that in November when they come to us and expect, um, you know, to be voted back into office. No doubt, Victoria. I, I thought, frankly, that that 15-week measure, while it's it, it's not enough for me because because I'm on board with the idea that uh, uh, conception is when we've got a baby. But OK, I, I mean, I, I suppose I'm willing to accept that 15 week mark. And it seemed to me as if even folks on the pro-abortion side said, yeah, that's pretty reasonable. But the Democrats in the Senate are, are truly radicalized on this issue. Yeah, that's right. They're, they are funded by the industry and the industry is paying them to take radical, radical positions far outside the mainstream. That 15 week bill we pulled this month. So it was Literally this month, WPA uh, data says 60 percent of Virginians backed that exact bill, how it was written. So that is a majority in Virginia. We don't get majority. We're so divided. 60 percent on something is pretty darn significant, actually. You wouldn't you wouldn't think so. But that's a strong majority. And, yeah, they're they're not even willing to, to get there. What's going on in other states? I know you're you're laser beam focused on Virginia, Family Foundation of Virginia, but you chat with people around the country. What what has been going on since uh, we saw the Dobbs decision uh, in different states? Yeah, it's very interesting. I think we're seeing the red states get redder and the blue states get bluer on this issue. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. we've got some states moving in some wonderful direction of protecting human life from day one of conception, really just getting to this is a life. We're not going to have abortion in our state. And then we have Minnesota, for example, that just passed the most horrific. I mean, they are headed to, uh, you know, unlimited abortion paid for just for any reason. I mean, just a terrible, terrible law there. So we're seeing real division on this. And Virginia has been a narrowly divided state on this. And so it's a, it's a tough place. But it seems like we should be able to find some common ground as a starting point. Um, and that's where it's been really disappointing. And I, I think there were strong statements made yesterday 
by just many, many speakers and by the elected officials that were a part of this. Uh, Delegate Emily Brewer gave a great talk about her own pregnancy and, and complications there and what she was told about abortion. And just her beautiful child was right there with her, three months old. You know, So I think we can find a place here if people are willing to have civil dialogue. Well, let's hope that's the case. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to the conversation. I, I hope, as you do, Victoria, that uh, folks can have a, uh, uh, a civil conversation about this. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm prayerful. I don't know that that will <laughs> result uh, in what we want, but I know that you will continue to, uh, to stand on guard and, and defend these innocent lives. And, and there are many of us out here, I hope you know, who, who truly do support you truly do support the uh, the great work that's done to protect innocent lives. I, I I can't think of a a higher calling, a more important job than the one that you have. Well, we did not get here overnight to the point where Dobbs overturned Roe. We didn't. That was decades and decades. We're not yep. going to overnight get where we want to go. But if we're faithful, we're consistent. We're passionate and we just keep laying out images of human life in, in the womb, science yeah. will win this ultimately, if not people's faith and passion. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you so much for being here. That is Victoria Cobb. She is the uh, president of the Family Foundation of Virginia. Yesterday's March for Life, it's the fifth annual state March for Life at the uh, Capitol. Again, Governor Yunkin led the march. I think that says a lot. It also says a lot that Virginia Democrats in the state Senate, want abortion on demand at any time. Oh, and by the way, you and I as taxpayers should pay for it. This is outrageous. It is absolutely outrageous. And we are talking about children being born alive. Living, breathing, little people that Virginia Democrats say we we don't care about. If you're not outraged by that, if that does not disturb you, uh, I don't know what else to say. I know that when Ralph Northam, that despicable bottom feeder, was our governor, horrible human being. I mean, he really is. He's a horrible human being. When he talked about a child and that infant being born and how he would keep the infant comfortable until the... uh, doctor and the mother decided whether or not to dispatch the baby, kill the baby. I had people calling me. I had women calling me and messaging me and saying things all along this theme. Jeff, I don't agree with you on, and many times with lists of multitude of issues. Jeff, I'm pro-choice. I don't agree with you on this, but even I am disgusted and repelled by what Ralph Northam is saying. Well, that's now become the mantra for Virginia Democrats in the state Senate. State Delegate Tran, who first came up with this this absurd, insane, despicable measure, that's now mainstream Virginia Democrat policy. They do not care about innocent lives. They do not care about children. It's horrible, and it's horrifying. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 